What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Screenshots, the drinking game movie podcast. We are so excited. We just got back from seeing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and we can't wait to talk about it. We got a lot to say, so I kind of want to get right into it. So this is Johnny Cruz, co-host. We have Brent, Jesse Lugo. We've got Wesley, and we've got Zachary Nip. Guys, my name is Mark Trebino, host. And Johnny, what's it about and what's it making? What's it about, right? Yeah. It's the thrice movie in the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy, which is its own kind of separate, almost kind of branch of the MCU more than any other MCU movies. Like Ant-Man 3, you're like, shit, this is Ant-Man 3. Yeah. But Guardians, you're like, okay, that can be good. It's not dependent. The quality is not dependent on the rest of the MCU. So, still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill rallies his team to defend the universe and one of their own, a mission that could mean the end of the Guardians if not successful. I finally got through the log. That, like that was incredible. That was incredible. I finally learned how to read. He could read. Yes. Now also Good tell, job, tell the audience that you actually had a, um, a prediction for what this movie was making. Yes, going into the box office. Yes. So we're going to get into the box office and stuff. And if you want to know what I originally projected for the projections for the opening weekend, go to that video. Was I off? Am I going to be oh, yeah. way off? Oh, Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I have to go watch the video. And so, yeah, are you going to put a link to that? Yeah, absolutely. Put a link to that. And if he doesn't do it, I'm going to make sure he does. And <laughs> also, on that video, I did all the work. He didn't do anything. Uh-huh. Um, so, going into the box office. As of Thursday right now, Box Office Pro, they had a you know weekend forecast for Guardians. Originally, they were predicting a $125 to $155 million opening for Guardians 3. And this weekend, they lowered that to 105 to $125 million opening weekend. It's not great. Yeah. Considering. And their precise prediction is about 115. And the thing that I talked about on the, the video we did is its legs. I thought it was going to have better legs, like above 2.5 times its opening weekend as a total domestic run. And the problem is that you, you watch this movie. Now we're getting into the movie. The movie's very, very d- much darker than I expected. Yeah. This is not kid-friendly at all. Really. But it was good. But it was so good. Oh my so god, good. it was so good. So give us your give us your total your total review. My, my total, total review. Yeah, the, the entire. All right. Review. So you, if we have fifteen minutes, I'll I'll give my total. Review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but imagine I said to Mark, like imagine describe it like the way you did in the movie theater. Exactly. After. So imagine if you know the the MCU. I always compare the MCU. They sort of feel like McDonald's these days, right? Whereas back then we felt like we were going to a nice restaurant with our friends and getting a nice little juicy burger. <laughs> and but in that, like imagine you you know. You had a favorite restaurant growing up. They had to get nice juicy boiga, and then they, you know, closed it down after the big hurrah, and then they replaced it with a McDonald's. You've just been eating McDonald's all these years. But um, this one, it's like the it's like the restaurant opened up again. Yeah, and it fe- it feels like a uh, like a last epilogue for the pre Endgame MCU. This if that makes any sense. I thought this was a home run. This was incredible. This was amazing. I when I watched uh, Ant Man. I was like, oh, no, Marvel's really throwing in the uh, the towel here. The quality of Ant-Man in this is polar opposite of it the is, It was so bad, Ant-Man. And then even before Ant-Man, like, things just weren't looking good. And in the title of the video that we made about what the box office would make, right, it was like, this is Marvel's last chance. Whether that's true or not is, who, who, what the fuck, right? We're YouTubers, right? But Marvel's last chance. And we watched this movie, and we're like, holy shit, they fucking did it. And I think Johnny's right when he says that this, the Guardians are the most removed characters from the actual MCU, so... There weren't much stakes for, like, okay, how is this going to tie into everything else? For a few reasons. One, like Johnny said, it's the most removed. But also, we were not expecting, oh, what does this have to do with Spider-Man? Oh, what does this have to do with uh, Shang-Chi? Oh, what does this have to do with uh, the multi-dimensional whatever? We, we were just going into it for Guardians. And 
I, I, I'm kind of hating on the uh, the trailers because they did end up spoiling a lot, including this isn't a spoiler because in the trailer, including the first uh, f word in a Marvel movie, they spoiled that. Wait a minute, you yeah. think the trailer spoiled shit? Yeah, oh, I was gonna say. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, gentlemen, gentlemen. Misleading. No, what I'm saying is we knew going in that a lot of this was gonna be about Rocket. That's that's what I'm saying. It's like okay, we know this movie is gonna be primarily revolving around Rocket. Um, but I don't think those spoilers or whatever ruin this movie at all as it would normally do. Because all these Marvel movies, oh, you showed us everything. People try not to watch us watch the trailer because it spoils everything. But this, no matter how you feel about the trailer, no matter how you feel about the most uh, recent movies, this makes you. And Zach said this. This makes you feel something. Like you had. There's emotion in this movie, and I haven't. I haven't felt like that in any other movie in, for Marvel. Except for Spider-Man: no, no, no Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah, yeah. And I was gonna say, Go ahead, like, Zach. it does kind of feel like we kind of we're going back to that because I was talking. I remember when Ant-Man three came out, and that was just like bad. I remember a friend of mine called. She was like, I don't, and she's like not like a dedicated Marvel fan like some of us are. Yeah. But right. she was like, I miss it when Marvel felt like they had these personal stories. You know, for example, like. Even though Phase 4 and the beginning of Phase 5 was total dog crap, we had kind of some diamonds there, like No Way Home, and that was a very personal story. And I love No Way Home. But No Way Home was also still a big, grand-scale, almost endgame-sized Marvel movie. And I really like... And one of the things I loved about No Way Home is that at the end of it, we get a more personal... We get a more personal Spider-Man story by the end of it. Peter's, like, more on his own. And I'm like, I want Marvel to go in that direction back to personal stories... This is exactly the type of movie yeah. I wanted to see. It didn't try too hard to be funny. You know, we didn't get like Thor Love and Thunder crap. Oh, like yeah. this is a Marvel yeah. movie that's actually about something. Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. It actually has no, a yeah. thing. And that's the thing. It's like my little because I use I always post my thoughts on Snapchat after. And usually I go into like, oh, this is really good. The way I read it word and you kind of like said it, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will make you feel something. That to me, that's what it is. Uh-huh. To me, that's the type of movie it is, and I probably yeah. just got dinged, did I? No, no, no. Oh, I did. Johnny's figured oh, shit, in the I didn't write down any words. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but like, honestly, I thought it was beautiful, and it definitely took a direction that I did not think it yeah. would take. A Marvel movie's, I don't think a Marvel movie's really felt like this. This is, this is, to be honest. we needed this. Uh, yeah. Wesley, what do you think? Movie in general? Every, yeah, give us your non-spoiler wanna, review. Okay, I kind of want to see other people's thoughts because um, I'm not so sure how I feel about it. Whoa. <gasps> um, you know, I, I, kind of, I, I, I expect so, that from you because you kind of you no, kind of well, threw a curveball from last I, one. I come in here and I always like to disagree with people. Even though that's like fine. That's fine. Yeah. And also, but going like, off of who he said, he said feel. Ooh. <laughs> I said feel? Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, cool. Um okay. So do you want to pass off to Jesse then before you go? No, Um, I just don't like... Is it is it a spoiler if I mention like a... How they told Rocket's story, I the structure in which they tell his yeah. backstory. I don't know if that's a spoiler because uh, you're not giving plot details. You're talking there, about the there's, structure. There's a, okay, so like okay, obviously yeah. it's a flashback. Is that like a right. word I can't use? No, you they can pepper say in that. flashback. Yeah. Right, the flashback. Only way we, yeah. jumping back and forth, and like I just felt like Rocket. No, because that's spoilers. Yeah, I'll just pass it to someone. Okay, else. go ahead, Jesse, yeah. and we'll go back to Wesley. Yeah. I um, well, so leading up to this one, I'm be honest with you, I really wasn't. Too excited. I was excited, but wasn't too excited because of how uh, Marvel has been, honestly. And I'm like, okay, like from what we saw, like I feel like they took really good characters and they were able to like basically destroy them. And I was like, okay, I hope they don't fucking do that with the Guardians. And luckily, they didn't at all. And I'm like, you guys, sorry, like you guys said, they actually told a story, and that's exactly what Marvel has been missing because, like, in Ant Man. They had opportunities to tell a story. They had oppor- like 
opportunities to tell stories in many other their fucking projects, yeah. but they just didn't take it, and I'm glad they did with this one. And I was surprised that this one was going to be a lot darker, and I was also glad. And another thing that I'm glad that they did was they uh, they made certain characters that um, you may think are dumb or like un- underutilized. They actually put them to good use, and everybody yeah gets everybody their had time a part to, to play. Everyone and had I'm a like, whole and arc. I'm, I'm not gonna say exactly what happens because spoilers. But uh, Drax get a, gets a moment in this that I just didn't expect. Well, I didn't. I I fucking I was so happy. I was like, finally, like you yeah. know, because I'll go into Drax later. But either way, I uh, I I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Go Can ahead, we say that this is the most like balanced Marvel uh, Guardians movie in terms of uh, yeah. balancing all the Guardians I characters? So. I feel like uh, everybody yeah. got an equal amount yeah, yeah. of like moments and stuff like that. It's yeah. almost like how Brent's not getting his equal moment to speak <laughs> yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Brent. Go ahead. Uh, I I loved it. Uh, this is. Probably one of my favorite Guardians movies so far. Um, I think the dialogue in this movie, compared to most of what we've gotten lately from Marvel, is superb. Um, the jokes hit. They were funny. They didn't yeah. go oh, yeah. too much with the jokes. Um, like, the heartfelt lines were really, really, really good. Um, it was, all in all, one of my favorite Marvel movies in a very long time. Wait, yeah. was there a part of the movie where Rocket goes, like, well, that just happened? Like, the, the meme that, like, criticizes Marvel writing? No, no, no it didn't. That, that's I saw that in the trailer, and I wanted to see that. Mm. Yeah, thank God well, I wasn't because there. People this is always the, make fun of the writing. It's been like, a oh, long time since I've seen people laugh in the, at a Marvel movie. Like, maybe No Way Home people laughed, but, like, there hasn't been one where people were, like, actually laughing out loud anymore. This is, like, the first one where I actually had some... Actual laughing. You know what I, I always find yeah. funny though. Very he, funny. Everyone in the theater laughs at uh, moments they saw in the trailers already, and I'm like, "Well, so how many? Pe- some people don't." Watch I know. It. I'm just. Yeah. I thought. I always think that's funny. Um, Wesley, are you ready? Yeah. Give I'm it. To, give it to us. Give hey, it the you, controversy. What do you mean? Oh, wait, wait, he didn't spoiler? give his review yet. This is not. Oh, spoiler. Right back yeah. around. <clears throat> um, I actually, I kind of agree with like a lot of what people are saying. Um, but I, th- I feel like I have to like dive into spoiler territory. So do you want to do you want to wait then? Yeah, no, I'll wait for sure. Okay, yeah. so we'll wait for spoilers. Um, but in general, I think it's um like he said, it was a very balanced film, and I still think it's very high quality in terms of other Marvel films because it's it's fucking Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like it's, I think it's my favorite um team when it comes to Marvel. I think yeah. this is top three to Guardians movies ever. Shut the fuck up. Hey, hey, we I, can count we can count Thor um, Love and Thunder, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go I, on and I, say I think it's okay. like the weakest of the three though. Whoa, really? what? Holy the shit. Yeah. Brent, Brent, go ahead. Uh I was just gonna say that I think out of all the third Marvel movies we've gotten, this is the strongest third Ooh, movie we've ever had. That's, from a, that's actually a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. What about Spider-Man No Way Home though? But that's not just his movie. Okay, like, no, this you're is right. Just Guardians. You're right. You're right. And I, think I would they do say it really, Spider-Man really well. kind of is because it mainly is about Peter. Like Doctor Strange has a small role, and the other Spider Man's a little different. I would say that is still Peter's story. But like I even said, like it is still a big, grand story. But it yeah. is central around Peter. One of the things that's I, true. That's one true. of the things that we're talking about the box office success of this movie. The one thing that doesn't bode well for its legs is it's very heavy. I'm not. I'm not very. I'm not very excited to go back and watch it again. Because like it's not like it's well, fun, but emotionally it takes a toll on you. Well, I it's, think it puts you through the ringer. I think I don't that's know how, how that's going to affect its bo- its legs, box office. I think that's what makes it good. Like okay. it's what makes I, it good. I'm, but in a different way for me, I, I feel like I'm in the minority here when I say that. Like I have a hard time rewatching Marvel movies because you said something before that was didn't have to do with Marvel, but I'm gonna use it. You talked about like eating like. Comparing the movies to candy, it's like too much, right? It's like too many things. It's like oh, I'm okay. Yeah, like I'm nostalgia tired. and cameo is just junk food. I feel like Marvel is candy, and I can't eat too much of it. Whereas, like, I could rewatch Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. I could rewatch those one all the time. But I, it's I have such a hard time rewatching Marvel movies. I think the only Marvel movies I've ever rewatched was um the Spider Man 
and <laughs> Iron Man Iron Man one. <laughs> Iron Man one. That, that, that's it because it, it's too much candy. But this because there's such <laughs> an emotional impact and it actually means something. I'm gonna. There's just so many reasons to rewatch this and kind of like okay, I'm gonna rewatch this and think about everything that this character's going through, everything that character's going through. Dude, What's up? It, it's the end of an era. We have gone so long without seeing a clip that you can watch on YouTube, like a fight scene in yeah. a comic book movie. There's okay. Let me rephrase this. Okay, yeah. It's been so long since you were able to watch a comic book movie and see an action scene and go, I cannot wait to watch that on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah. yeah. It's I know like the mean. last I know time it's been like maybe No Way Home, but every single Marvel movie now is like in Ant Man. Dude, the action is just like he shrinks and then punches a guy. He goes yeah. big and punches a guy. There's nothing in Shazam. He's Superman, basically. Yeah. And all he does is kick Harold Helen Mirror into some rocks. Like, what's, what is happening? Yeah. And this movie. <laughs> Even with Adam Warlock, the way he flies around, he feels a little constrained there's a little a, bit. Okay, but right. there's a scene in this movie. Yes, during yes, the final I know act. Exactly. Talking that, about. Yeah, that yeah. was crazy. I, dude, I, yeah. I, I, I knew it was gonna be sick, and I'm like, I, this, this is a YouTube clip scene. This is awesome. I, I do want to say back. one thing. It's so funny. There's this one scene of Adam Warlock where you can completely tell it's just whatever the actor's name is. It's just him looking up. In the whole room's a green screen. He's just like flying. Like you can tell, like he's just standing. Yeah. Up. It's, I was so oh, that's funny. When he first no. appeared on that's when he first appeared. Honestly, I think we also got to really give James Gunn a, like a lot of props. Oh yeah. I think what a way to go, really. Honestly, okay. I was for thinking about his guns. <laughs> what I was thinking, could we officially say now that he finished this trilogy, he's done the Suicide Squad, he's done Peacemaker, he's doing Superman. Could we really say that James Gunn doesn't have to be the number one? Could we say really he is one of the best superhero directors? Ever. That's a, I think that's 100%. a big statement, though. Yeah. I think he deserves to be in, like, the top yeah, five. When you go least. down, we boil it down to superhero directors. And also, it's Christopher like... Christopher Nolan. Well, yeah. Well, that's yeah. Exactly. But I think Thank you, Brent. But I think James Gunn is up there with the, in terms of superhero movies and his catalog with them. I think he's one of the best. He definitely has the least there. bad under his track record. That's, that's always consistent. Like, he's consistent he's consistently good, 100%. Like, yeah. for example, I love Sam Raimi. And to me, Sam Raimi would be one of the top superhero directors. But there's no denying, as he went on, he got inconsistent as fuck with superhero yeah, movies. Yeah. Like, Doc, Doctor Strange. Yeah, but how Strange, much of that was him? Spider-Man. We don't know. If you look, Strange, dude, you can tell which scenes he was forced to reshoot. It's all the cameos. No, no, no. Because look how he shoots those scenes. We're getting off track. But yeah. when he shoots those scenes in Doctor Strange, whatever's the most flatly shot, you no, can no. tell that was the studio. And then whatever was filmed all so crazy. you giving him the benefit of the doubt. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm just saying the fact is we have a hit and miss sort of tracker with Sam Raimi's movies. And again, I love his movies. He would be probably one of my favorites. I'm just saying James Gunn is way more consistent compared to yeah. other directors who have directed a multitude of comic book movies. I agree. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Because yeah. we've seen yeah. people we've seen directors tackle different superheroes and we've seen the hit and miss results. I think James Gunn has had a a level of quality to him. Who directed Morbius? I have no idea. Oh, I don't know actually. I don't know that. Daniel Espinosa. The best, oh, yeah. the best. How does how does Rami stand out as a director? Like, what does he do? Oh, he's he, well, he's hit like as like a, what, like, like creatively. Like James Gunn, I feel like he uses a lot of music to like oh, okay. scenes. And it's very so obvious. basically, Sam Raimi is like right. he'll take the camera and just try to do the craziest thing with it. So like in Doctor Strange, there's a lot of scenes and like they're like it's a, Doctor Strange was the most visu- visually dynamic Marvel movie ever. That's true. That's it's true. had some like there's always something going on with the camera. And if you look at Spider Man, it's it's kind of you know watered down version of it because it. Had to appeal to more of like a broad audience, but if you right. look at like Evil Dead, 
and other stuff he's done, like Quick and the Dead, which is a Western. He's always doing crazy shit with the camera. Yeah, and you That's need like that for Sam a Doctor Strange movie, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, know what? Do you guys, you guys want to go into ratings before no, we I get wanna to I want to actually, for our review of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, I really want <laughs> to talk about right. Wait, Let's can I say one thing about James Gunn? One more thing. One more, thi- uh, one more thing. Unless you want to save it for your rating speech. Okay, no, yeah, I'll save okay, it for the rating. Let's go into the ratings. What's the rating system? Johnny Cruz. This movie has been cu- we knew this movie was coming out for a long time. Yeah, you it, have it was really coming out one. for such a long time and I didn't even you know, think about what the like rating system was. It's like 18 years be. in the making. Go ahead. 18? What? It's a joke because it MCU. It's Go called ahead. sarcasm, many, bitch. How many what what's that? sars cov 2s chasm. Um Oh no! He has to edit that. Uh, so, hey, if you're watching this on Instagram, make sure to go to YouTube because if you don't go to YouTube, we don't get money. So just make sure you go there and you give us money. Donate. Do you there Patreon? you go, guys. What? Venmo we Mark don't have Venmo me. the money. What's anyway, our, what's speaking of goal? money. What? What's our target goal for, like, money? $7. $7. New record on <laughs> yeah, this channel. $7. So, overall rating. Yeah. I thought this was a very good return to form for the NCU. They, it's, a, it's a home run that they really need right now. And uh, it was very, very, uh, very tugs on your heartstrings a little yes, bit. It does. And it's uh, it's very, very dark. Like dark in this, it's very like very graphic. If you yep. take a, if you take your five year old kid to see that, yeah, I don't know if that you could take that kid, but maybe a twelve year old, pretty good, ten year old. There's some there's some visceral stuff in here. It's pretty heavy. This is definitely one of the top three <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy movies of all time. So Shut I'm up. gonna give it. And also the rating system is gonna yeah. be, what era of music do you give it? What decade of music? So like, on a scale of I guess, four thousand BC to. 2020s. Yeah. What do you give? 2020s being the worst. Of what course. do you give it? What do you give it? I think a 1960s. Okay. Because okay. in the 1960s, I think it was IBM or somebody had the ro- a robot sing a song for the first time, and it was the song that Hal sings at the end of 2001 when when uh, the astronaut takes him apart at the end. It was like "Hello Daisy" something something. So the 1960s for this movie, which means it's actually, it's actually not bad. This it's was, actually great. This, this great. is a great movie. This is a great movie. It's slam dunk home run. This is great. I um, <clears throat> I again without spoiling it, right? This was the most aside from a Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, this was the most emotional Marvel movie I think I I've ever seen. Um, I'd have to like more look, than Endgame. Yeah, honestly, it really was more than Infinity more than, War. Yes, yeah, more I, than I Morbius. Think so. Shut up, Craven the Hunter. Um, Wait, this really beats Spider-Man dying in Tony Stark's arms. So yeah, it does. I, it really does. Sad. So, well, because l- listen, right? I I think this had so many characters that I was actually interested and invested in their story, yeah. and I think they were building. And this isn't a spoiler, and I'm and I'm once I say this, I'm not going to continue to spoil it. But we we know that this movie, from based on the trailers, has to do with Rocket's backstory. And I was like, they told the story so well, they did a good job, For and the part. and they and they tied everyone in, and it was it was. Like, it was very emotional. And not only emotionally in a sad way, but in a happy way. In times you felt angry. And, like, it was it was a good movie regardless of where it gets placed in the MCU. This movie is a good movie on its own. My favorite part about um, the movie is how it feels. And it ended like so well, too. This is one of the... F- I, think, I think this is the first Marvel movie for me where it ended and I was like... Oh my gosh! I need to know what's going to happen next. I need really? this, right? Wow. I didn't. I was incredibly satisfied because when I well, on a character level, not in a grand oh, okay. plot story level. I see. On each character, I need to know what what's the next step in their journey. Um, I didn't feel like that that way for any of the Avengers movies. I didn't feel like that for um, any any of the Spider Man stuff because I know those things are going to continue. But in this, it's kind of like 
It's talk, well, you saw No Way Home. You're like, oh, dude, they're gonna have the real Spider-Man now. It's yeah, awesome. wait, I was gonna no, say, no. I was gonna say, this is very contradictory to no, no, no Way Home. No, it's not. No, it's not. I know where they're going with the character in Spider-Man. I don't know where they're going with these characters. I'll give you that. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, that makes sense. All yeah. right. So, how about you shut up, right? So, I, think I somebody else should talk. I love this movie, and I'm gonna give it a, between a 1960s and 70s for classic rock because Fleetwood Mac is amazing. They're my favorite classic rock band. All right, cool. That's what I'm gonna give it. All right. So this movie, I think. The greatest thing about James Gunn, and I think he's proven as a director, is that he can, no matter how ridiculous he makes something, whether it's a talking tree or John Cena talking about how many dicks he would eat. The <laughs> fact is, no matter how ridiculous he, he makes things. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. He always has an emotional attachment. You know, like, we go back to the first movie. Star-Lord doesn't just listen to music to, for the sake of being funny or forced comedy. He does that because he cares, because how it brings back the his memories mommy. of his mom. And I feel like James Gunn's a master of that. And I think he's brought that full circle. And I think this really, like, if this is the last Guardians movie, this ended on a high note. And it was a unique type of ending. You know what I mean? Right. It was unique. I'm not going to go too far into it because of spoilers, obviously. But I feel like, like I said, this movie will make you feel something. Yeah, absolutely. It will make you feel something, and it's something very unique. And, yeah, Marvel hit, out, hit, it, hit a home run. Well, let's I'm head. Let's this, have. Wait. I'm sorry, oh wait. I got. I, I was yeah, gonna yeah. give my where I would put it. Yeah. What's your this decade? Is, because of how legendary of an ending this was for the Guardians, I'm taking it back where the music came from. I'm going to the 1970s, pure, pure 1970s music. Yeah, pure like 1970s disco. Yeah, cocaine. The real. The, because that's where a lot of like, like Guardians. The Bee Gees. That's where like a lot of Guardians music that's came from. Good music. I love that yeah. music. Disco is great. I love disco. I wouldn't say disco necessarily, but like that 1970s rock is where it Go is. Go ahead, Wesley. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's an okay film. Okay. I think it's okay. I think the decision to uh, make this rocket story was uh, pretty good. I think it was entertaining. But uh, in a lot of those emotional moments, I think I, it didn't really impress me. And a lot of the times I could um, kind of predict what was going to happen. Mm. So there was no wow. like, surprises. The thing that really impressed me is that he said the word okay. <laughs> And I Jesus got Christ. That. Wait, All that, right. I don't that's actually one of your words? Yeah. Shit. But you were down okay. Yeah, you want to see? Wait, wait, Wesley, how did you spell it? Don't show him. I, well, shut up. I said I said okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's not good. I'm kidding. Uh, okay. a, a um so you yeah. gave it a you give it a what again? Um uh, I give it a nineteen I give it a twenty twenty. Yeah. So it's Whoa. shitty. This is the oh, worst yeah, I was going to say, a 2020? Shitty. That is wild. It's just Damn. people twerking on stage. We got we to we, gotta open up in the spoilers, guy. I want to know what you think. Yeah. Um, go no, ahead. but it's it's actually, it's not that bad of a film, but I think it's definitely. I, I can agree. I can attest to the fact that there were um, a lot of things in this film that were very predictable. Yeah. And that did take away a little bit from the emotion, not going to lie. Um, I, I did not, I'm not going to. Say it, but I did not expect the ending to end how it did, and I was kind of kind of disappointed with that. Not gonna lie, but I was also happy. But we'll get into the spoilers. Either way, um, I would give it a late nineteen nineties, where the music was like starting to turn a little angry, and then got a little depressing. But it always had a message. Yeah, like I like how he was specific with the late nineteen nineties, like grunge, like the yeah, last like, era you know, of rock music, like, very like Slipknot stuff like that. All right. You know. All right, Brent, go for it. Don't let, Johnny's having a panic attack. Go ahead, Brent. Oh boy, um, <laughs> I really liked it. Uh, I I think this was one of the better Guardians movies. I thought the like I said, the dialogue was really really great. The the way it was shot, the action, everything in the movie was really really strong. Um, 
I think this is the best that Marvel has done in a pretty long time. Yes. Um, I, I think that we've been getting a lot of weaker stuff from Marvel. Um, they do a lot of fan service. I think that this movie was reserved from that. Um, I think we got a lot of really good story content for all the main characters. Um, as far as my rating would go, I'm giving this like the 1980s, like 1984. Okay. I love I don't know if that's the way we're doing it. I, I don't think so. John, Johnny does some weird stuff. But you give yeah. him 1980s. Yeah. 1980s. 1980s. That's that's piggybacking off what Brent just said about fan service, I think this movie is much more concerned with character service than fan yeah, service. Definitely. It's not what's best for the fans. It's what's best for the characters in the movie, which oh, I appreciate. Real quick, no other words except for numbers. Can everyone just say the number you actually meant? Oh, so yeah. That, no, I'm going to go through that. Shut up. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. So, we got Fleetwood Mac, which <laughs> yeah. I think Mark said. Yes. I said 1960s. Which, what I should have said was the Spider-Man 1 soundtrack oh. from 2002. No. I'm going to change it to that. Um, yeah. Wait, like the pizza song? No, it was an original <laughs> song made by... I forget the band name, but there was a CD that they made an original oh, song. Oh, Nickelback? Yes. Because <laughs> he gave it no, a Nickelback. Yeah, yeah, I gave it a Nickelback out of 10. Because so, the hero could say... Yeah, yeah. 1970s, yeah. 2020s, late 1990s, and 1984. I'm going to jumble that up all in my head. Okay. This is so convoluted. It Can is I just so convoluted. Shut up! <laughs> I'm gonna g- shut up. I'm gonna give it. A what year was the what we what year was Woodstock when Jimi Hendrix played the the the, the bombs on the guitar? Uh, Sixty four. I'm gonna give it Ooh, a nice way. Really? I actually have no fucking. Clue. Oh fuck! Just, you, right, I'm gonna say nineteen. No, because Scorsese. No, because Scorsese accurate. was there filming. I think it was either seventy or seventy one. I think it was sixty nine. Yeah. I, whatever year Woodstock happened, that's what we give it out of ten. <laughs> I'll put it up. Um, but also numbers go. Uh, 8.7. 9. 7.9. 8.9. 8.4. Oh, this is going to be a monster score. Holy shit. I'm going to give this... Is it going to be Dungeons and Dragons? I'm going to give this an 8.5. Okay. I didn't remember any of that, by the way. On the screen. But, (laughs) boom, I'm going to give it... 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 8.6. Boom. Screenshot. Trademark. I was about to end the episode. Guys, we'll see you in spoilers in 3, 2, 1. It's a fake laugh. <laughs> it's real. Totally fake. That is the most real, authentic, hysterical laugh of my entire life because that is not a plan. All right, guys, we're back for spoilers. Wesley, I want you to go first because you've got some uh, spoiler stuff to say. So go dude, ahead. He, told, he just told us to, during the break. It's awesome, dude. Wait till you hear it. <laughs> yeah, wait till you. It's better go be good. Ahead. Go ahead. This is what, what we don't like about the movie, right? Anything. Spoilers, go for it. I thought Ro- Rocket's backstory was, uh, I think it was pretty good, um, like thematically, I guess. Uh, Rocket's kind of a damaged character. We saw in Guardians 2, him and Yondu were like yes. arguing, and Yondu's like, you're like me, you know, you're damaged like me, you want people to love you and shit. So like the fact that his backstory takes over the movie, and it's like actually this like dark, really dark story makes a lot of sense. Um, and I really liked it. But then he'd make, like, these friends in the movies. You know, they look all fucked up, but they're also animals and, like, robots. Uh, and it was so obvious they were, like, going to die. Like, I, mm. th- I was not on the edge of my seat. Like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. Like, I feel like he befriends them, and then he gets killed, and then well, or they get killed, and then, you know, he fights the, right. the guy. I didn't know they were going to die because I saw in the trailer there's a scene of him hugging the otter. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that, and too. I didn't think they would. Yeah, I so I was like, oh, they, like well, he still needs what? to meet them later in the movie, and then they all died. Those scenes, I thought the content of those scenes was very, very strong, especially because Rocket as a baby looks like my dog. So I was like, oh, fuck, dude, shit. I was like getting choked up watching all those scenes. I generally almost And then almost when they died, yeah. when they died, I'm like, shit. Um, when you have a character the- that damaged, I think, and then he starts off really innocent, has like a bunch <laughs> right. of fucked up friends like him, I think it's so obvious that they mm. need to die for him to get 
to turn into that character. That's true. Yeah. You know what I'm but saying? But also the way, like, I like um, the contents of it. I, can I jump to Adam Warlock? Like, yeah, let, let him. Let, yeah. Let, uh, let, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the contents of that of those scenes are good. It's just the way they're presented, like, the structure is, like, it would just go to a flashback. Yeah. And then sometimes the flashbacks were pretty long. I like the the thing is I liked what was in the flashbacks, so I didn't really yeah. care. But it's very, very, very risky to have a structure like that in a movie because it it's still it still the pace so so much. And uh-huh. like sometimes like Rocky will be like, go, 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 and then they cut to him <laughs> doing stuff. And then other times it would just be like Drax just like sitting there. Then it goes boom, and it goes to another flashback. It's like yeah. there was like six flashbacks, maybe three, maybe I. I thought the flashbacks were done really I well. I, th- I do think I they were done well. Yeah, I thought they were like I very they emotional. Were, I genuinely they weren't too long. They, were great. they weren't too short. Yeah. I thought the placement of them and the pacing of them in the movie was done really, mm. really, really well. Yeah, I um, generally almost cried. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I almost cried like three or four times. No, the, fucking, I was uh, my eyes were burned like the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking crazy. I, I agree with all of you, but I also just don't like flashbacks for some reason. I love flashbacks. Like, I'm a sucker I don't for know. Them. It's like, I mean, can I can I spend time in the actual story? And not nah, dude, like... I want only slow motion flashbacks of inserts <laughs> of guns creeping into the frame and somebody going, no! Yeah, yeah. No, no. I do agree with you that it could be risky because I do think flashbacks, the usage of them in that sense, can be or hit or miss or uh, effect. For example, like, I know this is a TV show, but like in the show Arrow, half of it would consist of flashbacks. Oh, yeah. And some cool. episodes, they use them very well, and some episodes, they wouldn't. So, I think this one was, like, one of the most effective use of flashbacks. Speaking of DC, do you think they're going to use flashbacks in the Flash where he's going to run back to the scene Shut and up. just watch it happen and then run <laughs> back the to the... Up. Anyway, go back to your presentation. Uh, wait, what were you saying about Adam Warlock? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, one more thing of the flashbacks is it's happening, like, throughout the whole movie, so you don't actually see all of them, like, interact together, which I also didn't like. You have to, like, wait till the very end. And this might be like what the do you last mean? What do you mean? Oh, like like Rocket and like the Rocket rest is of the like team? incapacitated two thirds of the film, and it's just yeah. like oh man, like I understand that. I oh, how that. do you guys feel about that though? Do you not mind that he's like knocked well, out I, most of the film? I I was thinking that while we were watching that, and I feel like there, I can't name any of, any of the top of my head, but I feel like I've been in movies where it's like oh like we're not going to see these characters interact that much because this is the way that they're formatting the story. Yeah, and I thought that, and I was like. Man, this really sucks, guy. I want to. If this is going to be their last movie together, I want to mm. see them interacting. Exactly. Um, but what we got at the end was awesome. But what we got at the end was incredible. Um, and I also, I whereas you probably didn't, you, you didn't like the flashbacks as much as I did. I, I, I love the flashbacks. I like I said, I'm a sucker for them. Um, obviously, like in a show like Arrow, it's like okay, I, I, I've had I spent five yeah. years yeah. on yeah. a hellish but that island. That was also like yeah. Rocket's part of the story. Yes. Was the flashbacks. Yes. I was just yeah. about to say, yeah. to me, it made up for the fact that he was he absent for most of the film yeah. because. Yeah. To me, I know what it is, too, because throughout the movie, they're trying to save him. His pure presence is still there, and it's still powerful. Well, he's, he's the plot. Doing, exactly, and he's doing something. So even though, yes, he technically is, I get what you're saying, like he's incapacitated for pretty much most of the movie, but those flashbacks and the weight he carries, I think, helps it. I should have made flashbacks in that scene when oh, uh, Warlock oh, smashes through the ship. is like one of my Oh, who are you going to call on it? Oh, who said it last? Johnny he was the last. No, he was. You just said it. You, you said it last. Said you did say it last. Yeah, Johnny gets it. Yeah, but I almost yeah. went through this Sorry, drive. I didn't, I didn't Give no, me no, some good, sympathy. Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. Um, but just when Warlock smashed through the, the plane or the ship or whatever, and um, he or Gamora is carrying Rocket around like his lifeless body, I thought that had a lot of weight. To yeah. It. it was a really, really, really good scene. I mean, I, the flashback of. Um, when Rocket is making all of his friends and stuff, and they're coming up with names and everything, and oh, so little cute guy, I, bunny, I, that made me feel emotional because, like, maybe I, I didn't accept it at the time, but like Russell was saying, like, oh, I know they're all gonna die. It's like when he frees uh, Lila, the otter, 
and they hug, it's like, oh man, she gets shot. Like yeah. that fucked me up, bro. Because it's like, I there's not a lot of it's 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 very easy for me to like empathize and like I guess sympathize with, with uh, like emotional. What's the difference like between sympathize and empathize? Go. Empathize is when you can feel what they're feeling because you can empathize with them. I, I know mm-hmm. I used the word in the definition. Sympathize is like you understand that you're going through something. I'm like, hey, it's all right. I think it's the opposite. I don't think so. I think empath- well, empathize when you can understand where somebody's coming from. Definition. Sympathize is feeling sorry for them. Sympathize. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> anyway, you said the opposite. No, I didn't. You're dumb. Um, you don't know language. Would you scold me? I said you're dumb. You don't oh, know okay. language. Um, so I I felt like I could empathize with a character, even though I've never been a raccoon caged in a, in, in anything. <laughs> um, but when she, w- she when she was lying on the ground dying, I was like, holy fuck, she's never seen the sky. Like why would I? Why was I? I cared. Lame. I cared so much about yeah. that. It might yeah. sure, sure it's lame, like but it a, fucked no, me up. Bro. I did like it also, they also made that moment feel like the beginning of their story. Yeah, like that yeah. race mm. between the two of them that felt like the beginning of like a, lame, a more of their know. story. It just, it really you know what? Too. You know what? Really, like actually added on to that too. To right. your point. I think it's just kind of sad to like see animals like experimented on, Dude, and they're like oh. fucked up. They're like all that's fucked the up. thing in this movie. When I said when I said this isn't kid friendly. It's, it's like, dude, they just picked all the animals and killed them. It's like, I did not expect that in a Marvel movie. That's why I feel like they gave James Gunn... Like, we're talking about Sam Raimi, like, creative control with the movie. So they, they, with this, they, were, they just let James Gunn rip. It was nuts. It was definitely dark. Which, by the way, yeah. it's very, very, very interesting. Uh, like, that, one of the most mental health, sh- like, stressful jobs is being a vet because you have to watch animals die all the time. Like, that's that's fucked up. Like, this is a hard movie to watch if you're a child, and it's a hard movie to watch, and I'm fucking 25. It would be even a yeah. harder movie to watch if you're a vet, and you're like, man, I gotta go get some entertainment. Yeah, this is heavy. yeah. You go see this movie and watch everybody die. Wait, 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 wait. he shoots his friend with the otter when he shoots... Oh, Ly- Lila, is that her name? Lila. Lila. Lila, when he shoots her... One of the best scenes I think in the movie, arguably the best, is when Rocket literally jumps onto the high yeah. evolutionary and it starts ripping his face yeah. apart. Yeah, oh, that was awesome. You feel it. Yeah, you yeah. feel it. Yeah. Every bit of emotion is there. Yeah. They didn't need yeah. music to exp- well, show the emotion. That's what I felt movie. was weird when he when she's dead and he's crying. They kind of went back to like because usually in a dramatic moment like that you would have a close up, but they kind of pulled back the same way you would pull back in a comedy. So you just see his whole body going. Yeah, it's like no, stay on his face. Like, why did they it pull worked. back to the no, side? It worked. It worked. No, that was that was weird for me because he was standing over yeah, the body. Like I thought it worked so well. Yeah, I, I, that it's shot I'm saying like, didn't work, but that, that fucking, scene was good. The fucking dead bodies there, and this and this child is crying because he lost the, the, the yeah. only friend he's ever had. That and, uh, worked. He grew up in a cage. He literally grew up. As a pure this was like, I know, this I saw was the like movie. Unrestraint dude. wailing. I like that you yes. saw his entire kind of body, and he was like, you know, like freaking the fuck yes. out. I, yes. I, I don't like know. That. Full body works. Just because the that. technique of pulling back like that is something you do. Oh. Uh, I feel it's like something you, you would do if there was a joke. I'm not being alive. You did it like full, like just up close. I don't think it would have been as powerful. I think Neither the fact that you saw Neither his whole body like I think Johnny's wrong. Your opinion's wrong. I think you could have framed it better. Also, like, I think the flashbacks, although, like, at times, not gonna lie, I was like, I kind of felt like it was like, okay, can we get it back to the story at times? But like, I'm glad they did showcase like uh, his origin through flashbacks because it also makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like he's not a character who's like well, who's like Drax, who's or even Mantis, who are going to open up about this because mm-hmm. in the first two films, like it was hinted at, but he never like you know sat down with everyone and was like, yeah, this is what happened to me because, like, he's not that person. He's kind of like Yondu. So yeah. I thought that was used very effectively, too. Do you think yeah. James Gunn had this exploration in mind when we're in the movies? Because every Guardians movie is very different. Wait, there was that scene in the first one. It. There's a scene in the first one which I really liked at the time which where Quill is in the, the, the cell with Doc Star-Lord. Star-Lord. And they're, yeah. they're getting... 
Quill. Star-Lord. Okay. So Star-Lord, they're, they're taking man. their shirts off, and he sees the back of Rocket's back, and there's like a bunch of metal shades. Like, yeah. What the fuck? And they never explain it in the movie. It's like, that's good. Yeah. I know that was good because they planted the seed. So do you think James Gunn knew eventually, I'm going to dive into this? Or do you think like, it's a possibility, but when the time opens for uh, it? The correct answer is, I don't care. I think, but, no, well, I, well, I actually have something to say. <sighs> I, th- I think when it comes to, when you're building anything with lore, um, whether it be uh, Marvel, uh, Halo, anything. Lore? Don't you say Lord of the Rings. I said Halo and Marvel. I thought you were going to say Lord of the Rings. Whenever you build anything with lore, I think, and it's not your actual property, I think the best thing for you to do is just be honest. So if Rocket, if you never wanted to go into his backstory, but you knew he had some fucked up things, it's like, I'm going to keep, let him have fucked up things because that's being honest to the character. And if I want to get into it, I can get into it. If I don't, I don't. But I think to play it safe as it's not your property just be honest. So I think I don't know if that's what he planned on doing it, but I think he's just an, he's an honest storyteller. Did you guys watch the special, the holiday? <coughs> oh, special? I love the holiday special. I yeah, like I how it. Rocket came to terms with being a raccoon because there's that re- there's that really great scene in the special where Kevin Bacon is like freaking out because he's in space and Rocket's like, "Hey, pal, don't worry, we're not gonna hurt you." And Kevin Bacon goes, "Is that a talking raccoon?" And he goes, "I'll kill you." Like, that's such a good moment. I look at that so much differently because that's a joke that all the movies that he's like that he hates being called a raccoon. And yeah. now you see this and there's like so much emotional weight. He sees the little raccoon guys, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, you're my little baby." How, how long's the special? I never watched it. It's like forty minutes. It's it's oh. fun. It's yeah. like yeah. fun. It's it's like fun little filler. It's kind of cool. it's, yeah. it's it's kind of a bullshit movie you can watch before this. It's not that important, but yeah, you yeah. find out that way. Also, I, 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 I like Guardians. So yeah, I might check it oh. out. No, it's fun. It's like yeah. it's yeah. like Mantis. it's like well. the Christmas episode of a TV show that doesn't exist. Yeah, if that if I think like the the SpongeBob Christmas special, I feel like is the best example. Yes, I'm not even gonna lie to you. But for a TV show, like speaking of TV specials and TV. I swear to God, if they take the new Guardians team and make a Disney Plus series out of them, oh, yeah. we riot in the streets. Yes. That's the only oh. thing I'm willing to protest. I was going to ask what you guys think about the future now because obviously Wait, Rocket's leading this. Before that, what do we think about Warlock? Disappointing. Well, you said you bitch. wanted to bring him up, and then we went back to <laughs> we you, like, yeah. flashbacks. Okay, we're hitting the end now, so I want to like. Yeah, let's go to Warlock. Let's go to Battle Warlock. Is a bitch, bro. So I like the actor. I don't think any of this is his fault, but like so underutilized. Yeah, it's like he doesn't. What the fuck happens? Like he, he doesn't. He gets his ass kicked in every fucking. He gets scene. his ass kicked. I don't. He doesn't grow as a character. Like he loses his mother, but then he doesn't even like mourn about it. I guess he's just like, oh shucks, mom's dead. I, I think they <laughs> do yeah. something really similar with Mantis. <clears throat> Mantis and two, she didn't really have like a massive part of the story till the end, and that's kind of yeah. what they did with Warlock. Um, I think they'll he'll be more impactful later in the in this whatever they. Yeah, like as a member, yeah. marketed as like a villain. I felt like he'd have a. He was one of the villains. Yeah, they didn't really presence. market him. I didn't know what he was gonna be. I'm not shocked that he was like a smaller role, but like he definitely with the. I, I would say his marketing was appropriate. I just didn't like the usage. It's weird how the most powerful character wasn't really used as a juggernaut in the movie. Like yeah. in the first scene, he's like, "Oh, you're like, oh fuck." But throughout the rest of the movie, he just becomes like more and more irrelevant. Like he just becomes a yeah. guy at the end, yeah. Yeah. even though he's basically Superman. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, they definitely did make him feel weaker throughout the movie going on. I, I oh wait, because we're in spoilers, bitch. I just gotta say on the back of my word card, I did this. Only real re- uh, legends who watch the movie will understand this. It'd be so funny if they have no idea what we're talking about. It'd be so funny, but only real I'm, I'm legends. Will we are going to steal the moon. <laughs> I sit on the toilet. One other thing too is like I, like this isn't to shit on James Gunn's writing, but I feel like he makes a lot of characters that are like S tier, at least from the comics. Like lower, like case in point, Adam Warlock. Like he's, I, I don't know too much about him from the comics, but I know like he will the Infinity Gauntlet at one point. Also, like just being a Drax fan too, it's like they 
I think it's like no surprise they they've been fucking them up since I think Guardians two. If I'm yeah, being honest. and it's like yeah. I I'm, I'm glad like he has that balance where like okay he's a brute but like he's funny now. Yeah, it's like I think people like all that criticism finally got back and it's like okay like I can't make him his comic book counterpart anymore because then that's like his his purpose in the comics was yeah. literally to kill Thanos, but um. He had a moment of this where like he when they're like fighting the hallway and like the entire movie, he's just using his brute strength. He doesn't have he doesn't use his knives. And I was like, bro, why don't you just fucking use your knives, please? For yeah. the love of God. And then he finally uses his knives and his strength and shit. And I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, it's just I just got me so. Hyped. Well, Did you I love wanna, it? Oh, I want to say I want to say something about Drax, too. Um, I feel like we actually finally got to see Drax the Destroyer in this yeah. movie. Really? Not just because. Like in the comics, and I don't know too much about Drax, but he's like he's like huge, and he's like green, and he's like ah, he's like he's, he's basically he's like Kratos. the size of the Hulk. He's like it's, yeah, he's exactly right. he's he's fucking crazy, right? Um, and when we watch these movies, he's nothing like he's supposed to be. So I feel like we actually got to see some real kind of strength in this movie from him. Um, and I also like how they wrapped up his character because no, no, one second, uh, seriously, uh, no stop. Um, because I like how they wrapped up his character because I think the first movie he talked about like what happened to his family right was that well he yeah. said first? he said uh ronin killed his family yeah. and then at the end he goes it's really thanos i need to kill so now I, I i like how at the end of the movie he's got like he's got he has hundreds of children that take care of and like he loves that mm-hmm. and he's like he's oh, and like yeah. when mantis was like you're you're or was it mantis someone you're supposed, no, to, mantis, yeah. you're supposed to be a, a father and i was like that yeah. i like that and I also yeah, like no. too, like because what you're going off of what you were saying, like how like Drax was really utilized between the mix of the comedy and the strength and who he is. I loved it, like, and they did it really early on when uh, Adam Warlock attacks the Guardians in the beginning, yeah. and then like he's going toe to toe. Yeah, Drax just goes, yeah, pick on someone your own size. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, well, that's Drax a thing. That's a thing because oh, if you look at the first two Guardians movies, he's just like a really strong guy. Yeah, but not really strong for like a human. You're like, oh yeah, humans about that strong. Yes, but then in th- in the Guardians holiday special. All of a sudden, he's like flipping cars and shit. And so I think I think Mance yeah. even flipped a car at once. You're yeah. like, oh, on Earth, these guys are crazy. And I think in this movie, they actually look. Oh yeah, he can like throw people like across yeah. rooms. And so it was badass. How, it wasn't yeah. just comedy. It yeah, was like, like, he, it felt like he's like you know he had like Captain America. And he was taking yeah. like like uh, Warlock's like heat beams, and he was like unfazed by them. Yeah. Like, well, so. in, the, in the in the holiday special too, Mantis and him are getting shot by bullets, or I think it's just him. He's getting shot by bullets. He's like, stop, stop, that tickles or whatever. That's, I'm so happy they actually developed his character more. Yeah, um, really good thing. I want to... thing... I, I what, go ahead. Thing too, um, there's also a scene where, like, they finally kill the high evolutionary, and, like... First time we said the they, name. They all get, um... Like, they all get their I chance to, like, beat him up, shoot him, whatever the fuck, and then, um... Beat him up, break his neck. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gamora gets, like, stabbed him in the fucking stomach, and then... Like, you literally see her peel his face off. And I, I thought, I was like, oh, they're not going to show his face. Like, yeah, yeah. no, this is, this is a kid's movie. But aside from what we saw like yeah. earlier in the film. And then they show you. Can you hear me? No, yeah. I'm, no, I'm and, then just, they, yeah. and then they show you. And it's like half of his face is all messed up. His jaw is all screwed up. And I'm like, I was like, wow, okay. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm like, good. Good yeah. because yeah. that was that was like red it was like red skull on heroin. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's like <laughs> that's one other thing that Marvel has really been uh, missing too. Is like I feel like their audience, the audience has Bro. grown up for ten ten years. We were like fucking kids when we were watching the Iron they Man, whatever the, the fuck. In this movie. I know, yeah. and then um, 
now we're fucking adults and they're still trying to cater to children. Now it's kind of like this guy, like James Gunn, he fi- I feel like he finally gets it. He's like, okay, all right, these guys are fucking grown up. Like, let's yeah. tell them mature stories. That's you know what it is, too? I learned th- from uh, Suicide Squad. I think that's partially a, a shit ton of like gore and killing. Yeah. I think he was like, I think he, he's yeah. just comfortable shooting that now. And My problem with Suicide Squad was that there was a lot of dick jokes. I just felt like he was being inappropriate to be inappropriate. But this one I thought yeah. was a perfect balance. Wait, the I mean, if the new Suicide Squad, yeah, the new one. No, I like yeah. the new Suicide Squad. I like it. Yeah. If Suicide Squad, if Suicide Squad jokes. is all the way to the right of the spectrum, and then like Ant Man, Quantum is all the way to the left. Guardians is like sort of in the middle. I also right, yeah. I, not to self promote on my own channel, but in <clears> the, give us money in the video I just posted about the Star Wars thing. Right, I I mentioned how like I I'm I'm tired of people saying that kids movies like kids could only handle sh- like smaller tier like concepts and they can't understand things i'm tired of that and the example i gave is like not that this is anywhere near how as good as the dark knight i'm not trying to say that the example i gave is when i watched the dark knight when i was 10 or 11 years old i was like holy shit this is incredible and i was a child the movie wasn't made for kids it was made for batman fans and i was one of them as a child when you have a movie like the garden of the galaxy or any of the marvel movies um whether they be um top tier or low tier you can make it more adult, and I'm not talking about like they're you're, they're cursing and having sex and stuff. But like you could have higher concept writing where it's like, okay, uh, people are actually dying and it means something. Is is heaven real? Is like what that which they explored in this a little bit. It's like all these things, kids could handle it, and it's fun at the same time. So I'm tired of like Hollywood making things either for kids or for adults. Like no, you can do both. You can. Yeah, and I was Hollywood gonna say. Used to make- uh, films like that, like the first Incredibles. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have, like moments where Miss Incredible thinks her husband's cheating on her. That yes. adults can pick up, oh, but yeah. kids they don't get. No, it's just Dude, whatever. SpongeBob superheroes. SpongeBob has prison rape jokes. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm saying it's like a new thing where <laughs> it's not even like they're not making movies for kids. They're making movies for kids, but also kind of like for the parents. They don't want because the parents are scared for the kids to watch certain stuff. Yeah. Like like Avatar, yeah. the show, uh, The Last Airbender is like another great example. So good. Has like so a lot of mature themes, um, but it's like it's shirt. a kids show. Yeah, no, I was saying I have an Avatar. Shirt I thought too. it was Star Wars. Oh, it's, it's Star Wars. It's, it's actually Star really dope shirt. Yeah. 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 I love it. Um, wearing for me the fourth. But, go ahead, Wes. but making like kid friendly content that's had like mature themes um, is not uh, a new concept. Yeah, and it's actually kind of always been there. It's just recently, like Incredibles Two is a good example. It's like they dumbed down everything. Yeah, well, that's man. the thing. And I was gonna say, I feel like the MCU. It's what you were saying, like how I always felt it should grow with the audience, like what Jesse was saying. And the problem was, and I've, I think I've spoken about this with Marky before, I feel like the MCU has grown more childish. The MCU yeah. in its first three phases used Whoa. to be way Iron Man dark. was, Iron Man was killing people yeah. with bullets. Yeah, he was literally taking <laughs> he was going, ter- He was kill, killing no, terrorists. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He yeah. was killing terrorists. But then you have, and look, I'm not... Shang-Chi is a good movie. People like it. That's, I'm not yeah. shitting on Shang-Chi. I like <laughs> Shang-Chi. But even good movies... For Marvel today, for example, there's a scene where what's her name, uh, Aquafina, is about to be killed by ninjas, and then she starts singing, and it's like, fu- like you're yeah, about to my- die, you're like about to die. I'm like, I don't give a shit what how funny you're trying to be. No, that wouldn't happen. I the will. Marvel movies they used to feel like human beings. They felt like people, and I agree. Why do we have to like dumb down yeah, to the I lowest denominator? I was gonna defend I, that. I also scene. laughed when she started singing. So but I'm it was like, stupid. Kind of, I mean, I know, it, it kind of. I, make... I agree with what it you're saying. St- I 100 percent agree. Real yeah. quick, I mean, I think it's because like the guy who was a good killer, he he didn't know like what she was saying because he's like, my she he speaks. He probably spoke fucking like Chinese primarily, and then she's like saying something in, in English, and he's like, "What the fuck?" I think, and how sudden it was. I'm like, I get it was kind of fucking like thrown in there, but still, it was. 
kind of it can get you a little chuckle the first There's time. That's what I'm saying. The problem is you're it's in my eyes you're about to die. And you're normal. Aquafina is <laughs> uh-huh, not a fighter. Let's not, let's not you're go, about to let's die. Not go too much like into that. That. Um, no, I want to talk about uh, Shang-Chi all night. <laughs> after me, I want I want to let Brian go cuz there's one more thing I really want to say about the movie. Um and is there's just the one scene when uh who's who's the mil- villain what's the villain's name? A uh, high evolutionary. When high evolutionary, that's his actual name. I yelled, thought this guy. Yeah, yeah. This guy. When he's yelling <laughs> at Rocket, they should have cast Matthew McConaughey, so he'd be the high evolution. He up. was almost ego. Oh, huh, listen, listen, listen. Funny. When he's yelling at Rocket because Rocket figured out uh, how to invent something that was fucking up their whole experiment, and the high evolutionary said to Rocket, "It's like, how can you? D- I made you. How did you beat me? Right?" And I loved that. Because it's it's very analogous to what's going on right now in real life, where we're creating artificial intelligence, and it, we're we're this isn't science fiction. Where we are genuinely afraid that okay, like it might end up doing being better than us, and once it's better than us, it's like well, then what comes next? So I thought that was really interesting. How a lot of people are having conversations right now about oh, quantum computing and this stuff and other dimensions. Like that's not science fiction anymore. That's kind of scary. So to watch uh, the high evolutionary. Be afraid of his own creation. I thought that was really cool. I yeah, really yeah. like that. And also, I like, like that. Yeah, you're saying that like you know, there's sort of like a like a thematic thing that they're using a situation that's analogous to a situation we are today. This movie is also about Epstein's Island. Yeah, it's really, and yeah, how they had actually, sex with yeah. kids. How yeah. Bill Clinton had sex with kids. Yeah, yeah, I picked up on that. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think we have to talk about the hallway fight scene because that yeah. was oh, yeah. dude, that's the scene. Oh, that's the scene. That's the fucking yeah. shot! Yeah. It was beautiful, that was incredible. Every, that is the best final fight scene the Guardians could have had. Like everybody sick. gets like the, the part moment. where he like shoots a hole through the guy's like stomach, and then and the camera like goes through. through. Oh, yeah, it's like a rhythm, and it's like there's weight to it. It's yeah. like there was a action scene in the beginning where like Adam Warlock shows up, and they're just like cutting to people going what what, and then punching it. Like there's too many cuts, and you're just like. I can't tell the geography of anything. In this one, it was just everything's there. It's so good. Just there's do that a, every time. There's like, a uh, a fight scene in the very first season of the Netflix Daredevil show. Yes, yes. that is yeah. all one shot, and it's a hallway scene, and it is <sighs> absolutely awesome. I always watch that scene. I think it's phenomenal, and I think this scene has that same characteristic characteristic where yeah, the action is on point. The, the film, the cinematography is really really great, um, and it it at the end you're kind of just like I want another five minutes of that. It yeah. was really 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 well. Let me ask you this. After seeing Adam Warlock in this movie, do you think James Cameron can make a cool Superman fight sequence? James Cameron? James Gunn. I was like, no. what do you mean? Yeah, I was going to say, I think he's going to up it for Superman. What? I truly believe he'll give what us some of the best action he's ever done. Superman is going to listen to? What? And what playlist yeah. do you think he's going to listen to? Oh, he's going to listen to... He's going he's gonna to listen to <laughs> something in the way. He's going to be a sad boy. He didn't say boy. it's not going to be a comedy. He's going to listen to 1920s swing dancing. Watch him listen oh, to the dude. fucking... No, he's listening uh, to the Greek... Red Dead Redemption 2 soundtrack. Yeah. He's going to listen yeah, to the Glee to soundtrack because he's a nerd. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> I uh, I also wanted to bring up, do we do we think we could get behind a Guardians movie or, or something with this new team? Movie. Make it a movie. I was going to talk about, like, what do you guys think at the end? Because we almost... We well, almost der- derived away from it. Well, that's where Brent was going. But what, what, yeah. what do you what do you think? Do you I think, think it could be cool. I think it could be. I think it could work well. I think we know enough about these characters where if we remove like the big four that have been removed, I still think there's enough there. Um, I think we still get Groot. We still get Rocket. So their relationship and like their chemistry on screen is always phenomenal. Um, and I think these the addition of having that Superman kind of powerhouse. Could make for some really cool, yeah. some cool stuff to happen in in later films. I think, agree. I think it's like a. No- oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. 
All right, thanks. Uh, so, <laughs> how do you think Peter Quill is going to return? No, wait, wait, wait. I thought we were talking about the new team. Yeah, I know, but how is he going to return? I was going to say he's going to return, so he's going to come back and be like, "Hey, I, you guys, get your well, shit we don't necessarily one thing I know don't that he's like. going to be Star Lord." I think we know Star Lord is going to come back, oh, but we why don't wouldn't know he, why wouldn't he be Star Lord? I know what I think. Know what I think. Other people he, have been Star Lord. His in the return. Comics. I think his return is going to be the funniest thing, though, because it's going to be like an, like Peter Parker walking into a Seven Eleven. No, being Peter Quill. No, no, it's gonna be Peter Parker walking into a set. No, his name is Peter Quill. Just please stop it, Johnny. <laughs> Peter Parker is gonna walk into a Seven Eleven and be like, "Oh, I know you." And Peter Quill's gonna be like, "I have no idea who the fuck you are." You know, it's like no he's way. Working no, at Peter a seven- Quill would remember because no, he, he remembers. Wasn't. No, but he's not wearing a Spider-Man mask. No, but it's only. Here's the thing. It's only on Who's Earth that affected people. Oh my people. gosh. Peter yes, Quill yes, knows that's Peter exactly Parker. what's gonna happen. So like bro. Thor still remembers knows- Peter Parker. And Thor. Oh, yeah, that's does. what I just said. Oh, I, I didn't hear you. Because Peter like, Quill, Peter Quill is, has to like he's gonna work at it like a like a you know a minimum wage job because he has that, no credentials. They should do more stuff like that. Like I remember in Endgame, where at the end of Infinity War, it was just Nebula and Tony Stark, and you're like, that's such a that's opposite ends of this universe, and they're coming together, and you have to watch Holy these characters shit. on screen. So have yeah. like they should just do stuff like that. Like make a make a Peter Quill Spider Man movie. That'd be sick. That would be fucking yeah. awesome. That'd be cool if they became like friends and stuff like that. Because Peter's yeah. like so lonely, and they liked each other in Infinity War. Peter and uh, Peter Quill got along. Yeah. So honestly, honestly, have them become friends. Cool. Is, I would like that. Saying, right? This makes me want to watch Endgame. Infinity. I wish yeah. I wish I knew or understood what direction they were going with Groot because I feel like in the first Guardians we got an adult Groot and he didn't have this like oversized bobblehead, and now he does, and now he's also like ten feet tall. Was well, another Groot. They're selling James toys. Gunn said that that the original Groot's dead, and this is like his son. Yeah, yeah, it's they a new Groot. It. Okay, okay. They got to sell. Sell. Oh, sell toys. I love yeah. you. I love yeah. you guys. Oh, yeah, I'm pissed. He didn't say. It, it sounded. It family. sounded too much like Vin Diesel. It sounded too much. This is so the most. This is the fuck you, pal. Him? He got me on family. I was like, what the fuck when he said that? It sounded too much like Vin Diesel. It was just like, yeah, this is the most Vin Diesel Groot we've ever gotten, and the most Bradley Cooper Rocket I think has ever been. Oh yeah, I heard a lot of his voice. Like coming through in this one when previous. I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with Vin Diesel's Groot sounding like Vin Diesel. You know, it was I'm sure Bradley, Bradley, Coop, I'm sure Bradley Cooper loves this gig. He just has to yeah. come in for three days and like record yeah. sound. And he does. He does get. Dollars. He does get paid less technically as his face isn't yeah. in it because he's a voice actor. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, I was gonna say I could get behind the new team also because, like, kind of like what you said, you're keeping Rocket and Groot, and I think that's a good way to kind of keep it along. You have a different group dynamic. So if another director were to take over, because Gunn can't take over. He's, yeah. At DC, that's one of the things that DC cannot do a Marvel movie. Guardians was like a diff- This movie was obviously... He already had that in his thing, yeah. Exactly. So this is one of those things. It's got a, the right amount of characters. And even the newer characters, these don't feel like newer characters that Marvel's been kind of shit in the bed with. Like, we like Sean Gunn's character. I like I I loved Cosmo in it. Yeah. I like Who's the little girl. What do you think her powers are? Because her I eye lit up blue. Up too. Yeah, maybe she like a cyborg. You know, Probably a character from yeah. the comics. Like, I would say. Wait, is she like a comic? I thought she was just one of the fucking. She's kids. just like one of no. those jub jub kids. Yeah, I don't. She, she did have comics, glowing maybe? blue eyes, so I, I do think that she has some kind of power. Something's going on. Her yeah. hands were glowing. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just not interested. I don't. I don't care. I don't, I feel like, I don't care about her. I don't really at all. I feel like James is the one who can really do them justice. Like write like because he knows how to write them uh, when yeah, it puts tr- a film. So it's like yeah. putting yeah. them in the hands of anyone else. Like I'm. That's like, a good point. It, it's like, I mean, they've been done well, like in the video game, whatever the fuck. But um, at the same time, too, I feel like 
since he's the one who started and ended with them, it would only make sense for him to do it, but he can't do that understandably yeah. so because he's working with DC right now. I so, said, be, I said before, yeah. like I don't want the, I don't want to see a Disney Plus series because I know it's going to be shitty. Yeah. But I also don't know if I want to see a movie if it's not James Gunn because I don't know if James because James Gunn wrote the dialogue for all the Guardians and the Avengers movies too. Yeah, like, they would be did. like, hey, write these scenes for us. So I don't know if I trust anybody else to handle like rocket or somebody yeah, yeah. i also don't yeah. know if we would get like mantis and drax again like i think they no, were David trying to said he's done yeah he's, yeah. he's done yeah. Yeah. but so mantis actress too. My, mantis so, is great yeah mantis also was phenomenal. Yeah, mantis. i love that girl she was great and also zoe saldana also said she's done yeah, yeah. the star lord thing shocks me i think bringing back star lord's a mistake i'm Why? gonna be honest i thought it was a perfect ending i thought they should have left him dead I really thought Dead? he was, yeah. No, I, I didn't thought, know. I that thought would have been too anticlimactic. He died for a fucking iPod. I don't yeah, know. I agree with him But it's that, like, yeah. that's his thing, is his connection to that music. It was like Indiana Jones in his hat. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, like, but, that is his thing. And then at the end, I think, if they had killed him, Rocket oh, going through the zoo. Indiana Jones can we, can we talk about the, the, to do, the two uh, fake-out deaths in this movie? I wanted to shoot myself. Oh, which one? Yeah. Because Rocket died, and then he didn't die, because yeah. Peter Quill's good at CPR, I guess. Well, you know he's not going <laughs> to die, because he had to say, I'm done running. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, how yeah. I knew he wasn't going to die. Another thing, too, is like, I, I love... Wait, like, what's the other death? Uh, Peter Quill. Oh, okay. Another fake-out. Yeah, yeah, Adam Peter. Warlock. I love Peter's whole thing, where it's like, He's basically lost everyone who's like he's loved, and then like when they're giving him the CPR, he like and Gamora's like, you know, you gotta let him go. He like screams, like like fuck oh, no. So I, I thought, thought that, that would good. that also almost got to me because yeah, I, don't know, I couldn't relate to that to a little bit. So I was like, you know, that I don't know, just you know, just got to that me. That performance was pretty good. Speaking yeah, of, was, uh, that was the best. I think this is the best performance we've seen from Chris Pratt as Star Lord. Spe- yeah. Speaking of uh, death, there was three points where they mentioned something religious in this movie. Once was when like oh, oh that was shit that was, dude, that was a baller line oh there is yeah. no god that so was, I that stepped was so in cold. So that was good. one of them holy shit huh. so, so good. that was one of them number yeah, one that was good. Uh, number two was uh, when Rocket literally goes to heaven and number three is when uh, Warlock does the the yeah what, what the, the fuck was the that painting. that was terrible the what's it what's that called the, um Da Vinci painting no it's fucking no um, Michelangelo. Michelangelo yeah it's Michelangelo. Sistine Chapel yeah. God and Adam right? uh, yeah, it's yeah. Whatever. Something. Well, I so forget what it's called. Eve. It was very. I was very. No, it's, well, well, it's 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 at, it's God touching the finger with the naked dude, which was fu- which, which reminded me of uh, fucking Man of Steel because Man of Steel had a lot of like Jesus like uh, symbolism. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, well, they they do that scene in um in the it, Flash, not in the Flash, in Justice League. They does a little the little pointy thing. Right. Yeah. Also, I wanted to talk about how quickly he was able to develop the like the animal world to be like ours like you know they're just driving through and we see like the drug dealers and like the yeah, kids getting jumped like i thought yeah. that world development of this world that has animals but it's just like earth was really 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 cool. like when they made the oh by the way uh, dingy oh, you said oh, animals oh, oh by the way oh. you said earth damn oh you're done buddy that, that's a that's, how about when they made the ninja turtle in that's the middle a of the movie? shot and a half uh, that would have been hilarious if uh, he was if they made a Ninja Turtle and he was like Donnie, where's Leonardo? Let's, uh, I'm Raphael. Let's, let's wrap up. Let's let's wrap up. Let's do it. Let's go into a word reveal because okay. uh, we're 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 getting we're getting twice. We're, we're going the, the distance reveal. here. Uh, Johnny, give us your words. I got feel okay mix space and the number two. I got space dog love earth and yeah, the human condition. I didn't do my movie. Right I now. got. That's, that's afterwards, isn't it? It's not. Oh, well, you we're have doing the reverse. human condition as a word. John, it's, I'll tell you after right. the show. Jesus. I have cosmic animals, which was uh, taken. Uh, experimenting, ending, grandpa. Go ahead, Wes. Love, death, animals, earth, flashback. Love, death, and robots. I, 
I had music, but I called it out uh, a little too late, and once when we were on break. So <laughs> what I got was a blaster ship explosion experiment. I don't know if that counts as the too late now. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll whoop they fucking do. And then um, I just replaced music with soundtrack. Friend, first, first word list. What, what do you have? I did uh, magic, dark, Beastie Boys, family, and otter. Dude, all right, you said dark. Like I said, yeah, dark and otter. He like said so times. many. Somebody times. definitely said dark. Um, all right, Johnny, give us your movie recommendation. Then we're gonna wrap up. Well, my movie recommendation. I was gonna. I was try, I was looking through Chris Pratt's filmography to try to get one, but I was like, none of these are good. So uh, I'm gonna just do the 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 Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special if you haven't seen it. All right, fun. Yes. it's a all nice right. fun. Disney thing. Plus. That's like a perfect it. Sunday morning thing. It is. Guys, thank you so much for watching. This has been our review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We'll see you on the next one. I have no and idea what it is. Don't ask. Give and, us your money. And give us your money. Give us the money. Johnny needs it. Peace.